0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: I belong, I belong to you. I belong, I belong to you. Do just what you want.
2: I'm Si and welcome to the Andy Campbell Championship Show Only on Ace Podcast Nation This is episode number 60 And it is a special fans edition As we look back at the championship season And we speak to some fans from different clubs And uh, of course the playoff final as well uh, Big shout out to Martin and Black Diamond Sports For all their support with the show Black Diamond Sports is a global sports agency Representing sports stars from around the world For more information, visit their social media pages, the links to which are in the description and the closing credits, and as well as that, you can visit their brand new website, which was launched today, I think, which is uh, www.bdsportsint.com, visit that. And uh, of course, we also have our sponsors for the show, which is Bespoke Financial, and uh, here's a very quick word from them.
0: My Mummy and Daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my Auntie Louise told Mummy about Bespoke Financial Teesside. She said they're a local company who helped her with her life insurance. Mummy got in touch and because they're based locally, a man called Darren was able to come to our house. He was really friendly. Darren stayed for a cup of tea and made it all really easy to understand. He said that life insurance will protect our home and family if anything bad were to happen. Like if mummy or daddy got sick, then we'd get enough money to take care of us and our house would be paid for so we wouldn't get taken away. After an hour Darren said goodbye and mummy and daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner.
2: Yeah, big thanks to Bespoke Financial, they uh, specialise in life insurance, critical illness, income protection, mortgages and sports cover. So uh, you can check out the links to their uh, websites and the social media pages again in the description and the links below. Uh, so, first of all this evening joining me is the speed demon, the Goal collector, ex-Cardiff City and Middlesbrough striker. Mr. Andy Campbell,
3: how goes it, my friend? Hello, mate. Um, super excited for this. I just uh, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, and through through some ideas around, and uh, and yeah, I can't believe it's uh, it's 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 happening. But yeah, really excited to see all um, the people's opinions on the championship, and uh, and basically just listen to what it's like to be a fan of different clubs because we've we've all been through the mill I think during our life as a as a football fan. But sometimes it's nice to. Sometimes it makes you feel, feel better when you hear some more hearty, if it was someone else.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, mate, as well, is, like, like no matter how, uh, like, fair and impartial and whatever you want to be, the fact is, I'm a Cardiff City fan, and the fact is, you're a Borough fan who played for Cardiff City, so no matter how, like, fair and impartial and whatever we're going to try and be and give credit where it's due to whoever it may be, is we're always going to lean...
3: In certain directions, it's just that's just Mm. the way football is natural, yeah. Yeah, well, you uh, you, you don't have a bad word to say about your team, do you? You know, you might have a grumble on a Saturday and and say that you hate your team, and but then by the time you wake up the next morning, it's all forgotten about. You love your team, and you'd run through a brick wall for your football club and um, supporters, and you know, I mean, that's that's the thing I like. The deep down, we, we we all have our negative um comments, but we all love our teams, spot on, mate.
2: Um, so with that said. We will. Uh, we'll bring in our first guest, uh, which is a Mr. Mark Sherwood, Borough fan, incidentally. So I'll leave you two to talk for ten minutes, and I'll go and make <laughs> myself a cup of tea, and, uh, and then we'll go from there. Uh, welcome, Mark. you right, buddy.
4: Evening, guys. Hello, yeah. Oh, how are Evening, you? guys. Yeah. I'm, uh, all right. Turbulent week, but uh, yeah.
3: You've, not had a, too you've, bad. you've had a tough week, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. You've had a couple of, years. And, and like I'm, uh, I'm good friends with Mark, and I know Mark's had a had a had a, um, had a, had a rough time with uh, his youngest daughter's being in hospital this week, but she's out now. She's out now, mate, isn't she? Yeah, she came home um,
4: earlier on this uh, this evening. So
3: all's good. Oh, good lad, good lad, good lad. Well, great to have you on. You know, it's a it's a new show, a new idea that we that we had, mate. And, and basically, we just want to we just want to pick your brains and see what you think, uh, what, what 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 your opinion is about being a football fan. So. What's your first? Well, I still want to start. What's your first, re- first recollection of being a football fan or, or football in general?
4: Well, I, was, I always remember the um, nineteen eighty eight World Cup final. Uh, World Cup final. The World Cup. Um, I always remember Mark Wolf, van Basten's goal, and then um, I think Rudolick scored in the same game against yeah, the Russians. Yeah. Was it's it? Got ahead of you. And, um, Yeah. Uh, just the World Cup. Uh, going to school can't wait to get home from school and just watching the football and that's my first like real bit of taste of football I always remember like
3: that. Is it the same now though Mark is it is, is football the same now is it as enjoyable now than it was then back in 1988 to watch
4: to nah, be football, you know yourself Andy football's changed massively over the years and it, I think it will keep changing and changing as time goes on uh, rules change every season near enough um, you can't you can't touch your player now. You touch your player now. You're yeah, getting a card, yeah. aren't you? It's yeah, stupid. It's, it's, yeah. it's going to be yeah, no contact
3: sport soon. And I think with I think with VAR coming involved as well, I think it's 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 ruined it. though. I, I, somebody had a debate on uh, social media. I think I'm sure it was Facebook, but uh, I might I might be wrong. And and the on about the amount of goals years ago, which would, which would have been cancelled out if um the uh, if VAR was involved. And uh, yeah. for me, I, I think there was a goal last night. Olympiakos got ruled out because of. Uh, it was his head more than his body. His legs were five meters behind his head, and I just think it's, it's, it's just a bit of a mess. And uh, I agree with you. You know the, these, these, these top players and our of are world class. The Rudolits, the Ambastans, the Maradonis, etc. It was lucky to watch. Oh, I'm not sure they'd even. I'm not sure they'd even be at the court now because of what's going on.
4: No, it's too many changes. The game's just like you said. The, the game now it's just changed, sonic said.
2: So, go on. I'm just going to ask you, Mark. What? Um, what? If I asked you to pick one, uh, one memory of this season, like what's the first thing which comes to your mind?
3: It's not many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> We've been terrible.
4: <laughs> not getting Neil Warnock in <laughs> to save us. Well, the saviour. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Who's been has been the best player then for for Borough? I like I watched a little bit of Borough, but not a great deal. Who's been like the standout players? I know Paddy well, McNair had a half-tidy season.
4: Yeah, um, well, I don't think there is many, to be fair, because um, we, we've been terrible. We've, this, the season's been a no-starter no start for me, from the first whistle to the last. Um, so why, why
3: do you think that is on, Mark, then? Because, um, obviously, I, I, I was excited. I know I spoke to you at the start of the season when we went and went, watched a couple of games, and um, and all the fans are excited about the transition, about this project. Um, so why oh, has it been att- a big? Why has it been a letdown then?
4: I don't know. The attacking football, Jonathan Woodgate said he was going to play. I mean, I think we're on. I think we played Luton Town first game of the season. It was on Sky. Three uh, all. We were winning that yeah. game, and it, yeah. oh, we're all excited. Oh, this is going to be our season. We're going to go up, keep playing like that, score loads of goals, and then I, it just fell apart after that. So mm. I don't know.
3: I, I, I think from uh, I think from a fans' point of view, I think it was false promises as well. You know that we were we were guaranteed, well not guaranteed, we were told and promised this kind of um, all attacking, no holes, barred football, and, and it didn't really happen. Like you say, it happened at Luka, it was all and, negative uh, Andy, weren't it? Yeah, and I remember that I remember the first Friday after after the first game, and and, and si, well we've spoken about this. Sai si told me how, how excited I was after the show because because if everything was just going the right way, and I, and I and I was I, I'd, I'd have preferred to get beat four three. And yeah. go for it and score goals, and the way that things have been happening, you know, and it's so frustrating. And listen, we're not, we're not the only football club this season, by the way, who's massively underachieved. There's, there's probably mm-hmm. a, a 15, 12 to 15 club list who've who, who underachieved, and, um, but it's just heartbreaking being, being a Borough fan at the minute, I think.
4: Yeah, um, I, I don't know where we go, to be honest. I mean, uh, it's good having Neil Warnock.
3: Um, so, what's
4: your thoughts on him long, long term, then, Mark? Right. I think looking at the bigger picture he signed a 12 month contract hasn't he Yeah. so he's going to bring his own he's he's going to bring his own players in yeah Yeah. but what happens next season are well, we going to change again I think we have got to look at the bigger picture and we should have gone down a different route
3: long term well me and because, me and I si, me, me si spoke about this last week um, I think we might have even mentioned it on Monday that uh, my, my, my concern is a is long term um, yeah. longevity of the football club you know that you've uh, got and yeah. it's Neil's age. I love Neil a bit. I've met him. I've worked. I've not worked under him, but I've worked closely with him. As in, um, as in every time I've gone to the gone to the club at Cardiff and, and, and seen him and spoke to him, and he's and he's amazing at what he does. But I would have loved to see him get a two year deal, but I'm not sure if that's yeah, yeah, age, t- age dependent because it, yeah,
4: totally what, agree.
3: What can you achieve in a year, sir? You know that when he came to Cardiff, it was a it was a yeah. long term plan, and the long term plan was the Premier League, and he, he he achieved that in a very short space of time. And uh, and I'm just a little bit disappointed, a little bit. As, I think it's, I think it's the unknown because he might stay for two, three years. I, he might work till he's. Nine we don't know, do fella. we? He's, yeah. he's, he's that kind well, of that uh, kind of man. Has he just come in to steady the ship? You know,
4: get some more fans back on side because we, are, as a, as a football club, we have lost a lot of fans. You go to the games now and you see more red seats and fans.
3: So how important now, are fans? It, how how important oh, are the fans important. massively, massively.
4: massively Massively. especially especially this
3: area especially this area then how important is yeah. the fans to this area
4: yeah massively football football needs fans andy um you know yourself you, you run out of, you run out onto a pitch you want to see full stadiums bouncing and rocking
3: I think up, I was really it? I think I was really lucky mark you know that, that when I played especially when I played in middlesbrough it was um a 38,000 all seater stadium yeah. full attendance and and you know and I think I took it for granted a little bit that now I will go back as a fan and like you say, I sit there, I look around, and I think you try and guess the attendance of 12, 13,
1: 14,000, yeah. and you think, well, well back in the they, day,
3: when we a, were, a, how A, how they make the money. B, yeah. how, how are the players responding to it? It's, it's a tough one, you know. When well, you look
4: at the Bundesliga, um, you look every time they're on Sky, the games, the, the stadiums are chocker. The Rams, because the uh, tickets are near enough cheap, aren't they? It's a fortune yeah. now. It's, if you want to go take your family to a football match, you're looking at hundred pound. If you've got like a couple of kids, it, mm. it's it's scandalous. And, 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 and that's I, think acro- your, your I
3: think that's ac- I think that's across the board, though, mark. You know, I think the the FA or the, the EFL had this plan of uh, capping wages. <laughs> Uh, capping Well, I think they prices. have done it in League One and Two, haven't they? But yeah, they have today. The, the capping wages, but uh, yeah, the, yeah. the prices as well. Because um, one of my friends went to watch QPR Middlesbrough last year, and he paid something like forty-eight pound for a ticket, and his view was restricted. I don't know if any if, if, if anyone was watching the beat at Loftus Road, but if you sit upstairs at Loftus Road at the top end of behind the goal, every time the ball's in the air, you can't see it. And yeah, listen, it's 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 quite funny because. You know what I mean? You you restricted view, but you're paying top dollar for a ticket. It's a Premier League Premier League money. I was say, that kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? It's not really fair. You're paying good money, it. Andy. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's you know it's uh, it's amazing. So let's go back to the Middlesbrough then. So what's your what's your highlight? Apart of, obviously, apart from watching me play, uh, what's your highlight? of being a Middlesbrough. fan? <laughs> <Middlesbrough?
4: laughs> I was going to say when you scored that goal against. <laughs> hey, don't
1: don't don't.
4: That's standard, um, behavior the, the,
3: the,
4: There's been a few. There's been a few. I mean, winning our first cup. Yeah. Um, again in Europe, but uh, for me, the one guy who put Middlesbrough on the map, and that was Brian Robson. For me, I don't think we'll ever see them 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 years again at Middlesbrough. That
1: yeah.
4: that season was uh, unbelievable. Yeah. There was ups I and think... downs. Two cup, two cup finals. We got relegated. Um, I, I mean. We uh Did we call the game off at Blackburn? We called the game off yeah. at Blackburn, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, we did. It to, uh, three points, it up to. Mm-hmm. I think even if we played yeah. the kids, we would have stayed up because if we'd have stayed yeah. up that year, the rumours were flying around T There was there was World Cup players coming to sign, even though we had like World Cup um, players.
3: All for one man, just though. You know, um, you just you just said it there. I do Rob feel Brian, so Robinson, Yeah, I do feel I do feel so for Steve Gibson that he doesn't get the the credit sometimes that he deserves, but. If it wasn't for the Brian Robson, I, I I totally agree. Oh, you know what I mean? Brian Robson put us made, on the map. Made this football club. Totally agree. Totally
4: agree. Yeah. Totally. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree.
3: Um Mark,
2: final question then. Um, out of the current Middlesbrough squad, if you had uh, a complete clean slate and uh, carte blanche, who would
3: you keep?
4: <laughs> who would I keep? <laughs> um, Travernia.
3: Yeah, like him. Yeah, he's got. Energy, he's he's good decent.
4: Player, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. 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 Um, would I keep um, Fry? I don't know if I'd keep Fry. Is he? Is he good enough? Has he proven? Has he proven himself? Um, the two strikers. I mean, we, we, we've been lacking like, goals for a couple of seasons now, but um, I think Warnock could get the best out of them two. Um, Bonga and um, Fletcher.
3: Cream is rises for me, Mark, and I look at those two players in particular. Is is that they're not bad footballers? Yeah. They've got good good track records of scoring goals. So someone's got to get a tune out of them sooner, especially Brits. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah. good good football and scored goals everywhere. Well, I look at him when he was
4: at when he was at Forest. He was banging them in for
3: fun. Andy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. We, and we've got a Forest fan on, and you know what I mean. I, and, and listen, they've they've had some amazing centre forwards, and, and and sometimes, especially yeah. the last couple of years, and I'm a little bit jealous of teams like that because centre forwards are why we go and watch football sometimes to see loads of goals. And unfortunately, we haven't. we yeah, yeah. haven't got it.
4: But not? could get the best out of these two uh, next uh, next season, hopefully, anyway.
3: Spot on. Well, brilliant, Mark. Really really appreciate you coming on. I know you were nervous, mate, but you did it. You handled yourself really well, mate, so you should be proud of yourself.
4: I've had a lot of me play, Andy, so... No, know, pleasure. Well, well pleasure, good. guys. Thank you
3: very much. Cheers, Cheers now. Enjoy.
4: Thanks, mate. Cheers Take care. Bye-bye.
2: Yeah, so uh, that's the Borough point of view, mate. It's uh,
3: interesting... It's hard, mate. You know, it's just... hard, though. It's hard though, yeah. side, to be positive when... Um, and even say that now, you know, we said it last week about the Neil Warnock factor—is—is is he's, he's coming to save the club? But you've still got the negative side of it. It's a, it's a one-year contract, apparently, allegedly. You know, I, I, sometimes you just want a few answers, don't you? But. Yeah.
2: that's it, mate. Um, so we mentioned Forest then. So we'll go straight into our next guest, uh, which is Gary Clark, who's a Forest fan, and then we'll bring him in now. Evening, Gary. Right, buddy.
3: No. Yeah, hi, Gary? You know what?
2: Two seconds. you muted, mate. <coughs> he's muted. He's muted himself. He looks no, like his frozen. Can't. It, yeah. Is i it, can't it I'm muted. I'll send him a message now. But, um... So, yeah. It's it's one of them things, mate, isn't it? It's, like... With Burrard, there's very little to be po- positive about this season. Mm.
3: Um... But the thing is, also, you could say that. Listen, we could have had a Stoke City fan on, and that would have been exactly the same. And but then we could have had a Barnsley fan on, and 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 them to stay up last game of the season. Is that a positive? Should the, people say they shouldn't be celebrating the way they did? And everything's a game of opinions.
2: Yeah, it's what I meant. And and I would love to have heard a Stoke point of view. I'm quite looking forward now to hearing Gary's point of view because um, obviously Forrest had a terrible finish to the season. Yeah,
3: really, 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 really disappointing. Um, really so disappointing. We'll Getting
2: back in now. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the playoff final in a minute, and um, uh, we'll also cover some any other business. Um, let's, let's see, just it's the joys of uh, live live there's broadcasting a, and like trying to add I like it. it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, the comments there, like a couple. of G- uh, Gaz in the YouTube chat said he likes this concept, likes something different.
3: The people involved. And, uh, uh, we, listen, we've, we've, we've got some, we've got some good uh, good ideas coming up, especially for the Friday show. Trying try to mix it up, try and keep it uh, relevant for people who are watching. You know, what I mean, I, I see this is because listen, we've 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 had our say on different things, and we can have our pause and against because like like Gary's going to talk about um, the negatives on of not in forest. Listen, we we haven't got much positive to say, and I'd, I'd like to see some positives as well because it's a really good start to the season, but a, a horrific end. So it'd be nice to hear from both sides, really.
2: Yeah, and uh, like good comment there from James. He says about um, about Stoke. I think he, I would assume, he's referring to they came very close to doing what Norwich, Sunderland, Charlton, Portsmouth, and all them have done before, whereby mm. they were very, they could have easily gone down. Um, and it was it was a yeah, it was because they went through. Did they have three managers throughout the season,
3: Stoke? Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. um, I, I, I Listen, I, I do fear for, for teams like that because obviously Norwich did it, Man City did it, Sunderland did it, and look where Sunderland are now. And Sunderland, because of COVID-19, they've now got themselves stuck in a situation where they're in League One. They're not able to breach um, the spending powers because they've all been given a, a wage cap. So... I, I, God knows you know what I mean I, I, the, the the joke today was that Akrit and Stanley are, are allowed to spend the same amount of wages as, um, as Sunderland and that's just it's just crazy and just uh, I, I, listen whoever's making these decisions needs to right. uh, need to come on TV and explain because it's just an absolute joke
2: well I mentioned on Monday mate but just going back to VAR um, just while we wait for Gary to come back in is um I just think it's so arrogant of the Premier League that they're not following the rules that have been set out by the people who've designed the system, the people who've spoken about the system, mm. and then obviously everywhere else in Europe except the Premier League are doing it in a certain way. Like mm. it's, I think it's embarrassing, yeah. mate.
3: But my concern, side is some some league seasons have started already for next season, and they've got VAR in place. So yeah. if if we start the next season with a different thing in place. How's that going to affect what's already happening in other countries? Because we should all be doing what you were for are telling us, and you were for are telling us that any kind of body part offside is offside. So if that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. But we can't change yeah. it for, just for the Premier League or, the, or Serie A, or the Champions League, or the World Cup or the Euros. Go on, mate? The <laughs> Pre- Premier League, the
2: arrogance of the, the the organisation, which is the Premier League, is just f- f- incredible, mate. Yeah, Jazzy. Um, man. Okay, let's uh, let's try and bring in the Gary, the Forest
3: fan. Alright, Gary. Yeah, I can hear you now, it's a bit better. Hiya, so Gary, how are we doing? Good to go. all right? Doing? Yeah,
5: not bad, mate. Yeah, Good,
3: thanks. Good, yeah. Yeah, sounds, yeah. So, how are you feeling, Gary, after, um, I'll call it a turbulent season, being a Nottingham Forest fan, because it was um, such a such a tough ending?
5: Yeah, um, I've been talking to a few mates. Um, if we'd started off slowly and would have been, say, mid-table, and then we'd come late later on and finish where we did, everybody would be saying, what a good season. But to be in the playoffs... All except for two days, and then to crash out with 17 minutes to go, it mm. just left the old city flat. It was just unbelievable. Mm. I think we thought we were already in it. We thought, we, thought we was already there. So who'd you so. who'd you blame them? Who'd you blame
3: them for for not achieving? Whose fault was it? Was it players, manager, owners? Who is it?
5: Uh, no, I don't blame the owners. Obviously, um, I think you've got to put the blame down to the players at the end. Um, what, what? What about? What, what,
3: what about? What? What about tactics wise from the manager last game of the season? So he's going into the last game of the well, season knowing knowing that he didn't really need to go for the game. If he'd have got beat one 0 he probably would have stayed in there in the playoffs. So what? What do you say about yeah. that? I know. I, 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 I'm glad to give the manager another
5: another year at least. Um, I think he's very uh, good. Tactics.
1: Yeah.
5: Questionable. Questionable. Especially towards the end, the last few games. Um, mm. Playing one from I don't like that, especially at home. Um, going to Barnsley changed it, it around. Um, went looking for a point because that's what we wanted. Um, and then against Stoke, uh, I didn't actually see the game live. Uh, I was ill that week. I listened to it on the radio. But I, th- I think the, I think that we all thought we was there. We should really have still Swansea. Swansea second off was all over. I mean, Swansea good first off. Yeah. Three beat and, and then we went to the last two games. We were our we bankers. We thought we were guaranteed at least one win. In the yeah, and we and we, we didn't come, we didn't we didn't deliver, did we? It's interesting, like it, it, yeah. It's you know, interesting though because you know, I watched. I, goals in the last few? I, I
3: watched a couple. Day. I watched a couple of your games, and I watched the Swansea game in particular because that was a Sunday game. And um, like like bit, you yes. like like you say, it was um it was it was very good, very strong performance. I thought I thought Lewis grabbing was excellent. I think he's a, he's a standout player in Championship for me, centre-forward-wise. I think he's a, absolutely excellent. So, yeah. for him to lead, lead the line for Nottingham Forest, it's, the future's got to be bright, surely. Right, yeah. yeah. Guy, who
6: stood bit, out haven't haven't for you? you?
5: You're breaking up again. Yeah, I, I, grab Yeah, well, Grabber, he scored 20 goals. A player that scored 20 goals at Forest since I think it was more and Ald, and Dave Johnson. <laughs> Uh, he played up front on his own. And yeah. he's, he's basically carried us with the goals on his own. Mm. So, he's a workhorse up front as well, but he we really find another class centre-forward in the transfer window in January. Panteo and we, mm. we didn't sign enough strong players. Dian Costa was already injured. Uh Bad prospect to be honest in games, and we hard to get players in that league as well. It, it's all in them, you know. We go out to get these, she names Tata Device. It's, it's dead hard to get these players. An the goal scorer, I think, would have gone up to I think season too early, anyway. Uh, we're shy of two players, uh, but let's hope we can hold us players in you know, the some, well, some of them for next season. Yeah, I think it'll
3: be. I think I think you will be fair. Uh, I think we're
5: the players. I think it was a bit too early for we're punching above our weight.
1: Season.
5: yeah and some of the results we got didn't mirror the games <laughs> yeah. mm.
3: but I think that's, I think that's my concern yeah. as well though um, Gary that we uh, I, I, me inside a conversation about cardiff and, and other teams that it's nice to get in the playoffs it's nice Great. to have the op- opportunity right. to go up but at the same time mm. some teams aren't ready financially and physically ready players players wise. so it's uh, it's a difficult one sometimes. Uh, but going back to Nottingham Forest, uh, Gary, what's your what's your then your um, life highlight from being a Nottingham Forest fan? Because there's been plenty.
2: I think you broke up. Say, so, Gary, what, what's uh what's your biggest memory as being a Forest fan? I'm losing it. Mm, okay. The joys of live, live, yeah. uh, live broadcasting,
3: and you can't do much about that. Um. there has been loads outside, hasn't there? You know, I mean, Nottingham Forest. What they won the Champions League, well, the European Cup, Champions League. Uh, won titles. Brian Clough, Nigel Clough, Stuart Pearce. Yeah, I, I remember going going to the going to the game with my dad once. Where we went to the City Garden watch Middlesbrough against Nottingham Forest, and Stuart Pearce played. I think N- N- Nigel Jemson scored the winner. And it was just a, it was a lovely, lovely occasion to go and watch a game, full out at, at um, the city ground. But it was always a horrible place to go because you knew you wouldn't uh, get a positive result because they were a really, really strong side.
2: Yeah, 100% mate. Forest for me, like when, um, when I was younger, like in primary school age, like I remember the, like FA Cup runs that Forest used to have. And like, kids in Cardiff used to support Liverpool, Forest, Everton, it wasn't the same as what it is now like, um, <clears throat> right, I'll just bring Gary back in now and uh, see how his connection is and then uh, we'll we'll go from there, uh, we can't be helped, the joys of life, alright Gary, um, what we were just asking you to finish off was um, your kind of favourite memory as a Forest fan over the years? No, you got no sounds Nightmare The video's crystal clear And there's no sounds What kind of you got? Oh, that's frustrating Damn Internet, mate,
1: isn't it?
2: Mmm There's nothing you could do, unfortunately yeah. it's, uh, It is one of them things, isn't it? But, yeah go back to what I was saying Like, Forrest, when I was a nipper was, um just unbelievable, mate. They were such a good side, and even when I was like before I really got into football, they were even probably even better again. Like you know,
3: I think it was the players more than anything. That that Mark mentioned Brian Robson, the Brian Robson factor, but the Nottingham Forest factor was Brian Clough. You know that he was his green jumper. He, they got the semi-finals, finals, um, League Cup, FA Cup. You know, listen, they word there was so, such 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 a strong outfit um, and a really good club. See if we can hear you now. Go.
2: Uh, guy favorite favorite forest memory over the years no it's not right'll we'll have to leave that we'll have to have to leave Gary for now unfortunately but uh, you know we'll be doing more similar shows like this to uh, see uh, see what's happening see uh, what's what and well I'm sure we'll have more of these types of shows and um, so what we'll do then in the meantime before we have our Cardiff fan on a bit later on in about 10- 15 minutes is um, we've got any other business with... First of all, I know you wanted to talk about the Aberdeen players testing positive to COVID, uh, mate.
3: Yeah, well, I've I seen... Um, obviously, this happened a couple of days ago. The story came out a couple of days ago. Um, two players tested positive for COVID and I think seven other, seven or eight other players had to self-isolate for two weeks, which is obviously normal, normal practice. And the SFA decided that they weren't going to cancel the game tomorrow which is just absolute madness because um, they were blaming the players because they they say the club's done everything they can so they're blaming the players of how they contracted this disease outside of going to training and going to work well the problem i've got with this side is you're allowed to go to shops your wife your Mm -hmm. girlfriend your kids are allowed to go out and do what they want and if you get it from them that's still you doing the right thing You. It's just... It, this is madness, you know, because people can't be judged by contracting this horrible disease and saying they're doing something wrong because not everybody's doing something wrong. They could have caught it at the club that, the day before. Nobody knows. Nobody knows where, they, where they're catching these things from. And it just, it just drives you mad. But then the, the rightful decision came through that the St. Johnson game tomorrow is cancelled, which and St. Johnson now are complaining about it and saying they, they should be given the three points. It's absolute madness. Listen, this we're going through a pandemic and a horrible one at that. Um, and... A little bit of understanding, a little bit of compassion and and let 's just move on and if it, if anybody gets covid nineteen the games should sure, certainly be cancelled because it could be the best player in the team, it could be the worst player in the team, but everyone 's going to be affected by it because yeah. mentally physically they 're going to be affected by it, so it just doesn't make doesn 't make sense to me we've we 've been in this too long to just think it 's over now you know yeah, so course, i, I don 't want to spend too much time going on about it, but with government governing bodies in football thinking that they're going to change the rules. Ain't happening. Ain't happening.
2: Don't even get me started. Right, I'm going to go back to Gary very quickly because um, he's got a bit of a better signal now, so we're going to see if we can get him on. Uh, so, Gary, what we were uh, asking you before the internet thwarted us was um, your favourite memory as a Forest fan over the years.
5: Oh, there's loads of them. It's too many to, too many to sell. I can remember Wembley, Wembley for the first time in 1978, played Liverpool nil-nil. I believe. Chris Woods we kept Liverpool out of the old game, and then my parents took me up to the replay at Old Trafford, and we beat them one uh, when uh, John O'Wear just fell inside the box. John Robson scored a winning goal. That was probably first great memory of Forrest winning silverware at my age I was, I, think I was about 13 at the time so it's just because of them two games Wembley and Old Trafford were fantastic so that was a start a, a great era went on to win the league the European Cups everything basically everything except the FA obviously got to the final against Tottenham they built about three great, great oh, that's Twenty
2: years Dolphins now, but uh, uh. yeah, Forest's been very, very successful, big club over the years. Um, and you know, for me, much like Leeds, I'd like to see them back in the, uh, you know, back in the back in the Premier League, to uh, yeah. where they belong.
3: Yeah, but it's those names as well, though, isn't it? Those um, names um, that the guy we uh, just mentioned, Chris um, Woods, John uh, Robertson, huge names in football, huge, uh,
1: huge names.
2: Right, um, unfortunately, Gary, we're gonna to have to leave it there, mate, because you're breaking up well. a lot. But um, we'll we'll get you back on, mate, hundred percent, and then uh, we'll have a proper chat uh, in detail. Thanks for joining us, mate, and appreciate your time. Cheers, Gary. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, just unfortunate, mate. So yeah, going back to the Aberdeen players, mate. I don't really think St John. I don't see how. Look, if St. Johnston are uh, annoyed by the fact that the game's being off, it's going to be uh, frustrating, I think, because, <sighs> look, the player safety's got and the staff safety, we talked about this before when they were first on about having games come back and, you know, all that sort of stuff, is you can't get these games on and the most important thing is is it has to be the the players the staff the referees everyone is safe if you've got how how many players was it of Aberdeen
3: two 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 with COVID and then someone like seven or eight had to be self-isolated
2: you, there's no way you can keep all those people safe
3: and um, well this is, you've just said it there for me you just said it there um, what's what's the most important thing here yes we want football back but surely people's health is paramount and that's and that's that's across the board across the world never mind football so you know we all wanted football back but we want it back in the right manner and we want it back safe and that's it you know what's the point of what's the point of bringing listen I don't like football without any fans but I'd, I'd rather have football with no fans than nothing at all and if they bring fans back how many more players fans Officials, police, ambulance, stewards are gonna get it. It's just gonna be never ending and we're all gonna get locked down again. Football will be cancelled, as will plenty of other sports and, and I just it doesn't make sense to me. So for me, just, just have the understanding because how would St Johnson feel next week if, if some of their players got it and and they had to have a game called off, so now they're they're setting themselves up for a big fall because, oh, mate, because the, even, the big hoo ha they've made.
2: I can't even start getting into like people who are like willing to risk health and stuff because they think they know better than the World Health Organisation and there's fewer of them around I've got to say but there we go I'm not even getting into this Um, the other bit which I found really funny the other uh, bit of any other business which you brought to my attention was um, Adama Triore uh, has been being baby oiled before games so uh, opposing players, players
3: can't grab him I'm not sure yeah. how I feel
2: about
4: that. Well,
3: it was his arms, so that he had his, he's had his arms baby oiled. And, and if anybody knows uh, how slippery, anyway, I, I don't know how he can be. You know what I mean? Now he's he's gone, he's gone even tenfold because the way that he plays, the only way that people can stop him is probably by grabbing hold of him. So now, when they can't grab hold of him, and it happened last night that they couldn't get anywhere near him because of this, I'm not sure how people feel. Is it? Are we? Is it games? Is it gamesmanship? Is it cheating? Is it okay? Is it fair? Is he just playing to his strengths? He's not breaking any laws, so let's 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 start there. But at the same time, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with it because um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just not sure with it. I, I, I do think it's funny though. I think it's a really really good uh, good idea from whoever's, whoever's done. If if it's new the manager, then hat off to him because uh, if it's if it's helped them get a win and they're putting through the next round against Seville, then then fantastic. Because on another point, you know that, that Wolves being in the quarterfinals of Europa League is a huge huge achievement. To be, to be there with some of them teams, Man United, etc. so, you know what I mean, he, he, uh, he needs to take some credit for that.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, look, Nuno is not my favourite, uh, favourite guy, I think he's a quality manager. I don't think he's he anyone's
3: favourite guy, side, to be honest, I don't he, think he's uh, anyone's.
2: He rubs people up the wrong way, doesn't he? Yeah. But what I will say is, uh, I've spoken to a few, quite a few professional sportsmen, from all different sports, over the last, year or so, and, um they all agree on one thing: is that professionals will do everything they can to win, and they will push the boundaries of what's cheating and what's not. Yep. Whether that is footballers exaggerating for penalties, or you know all this sort of type of stuff, it doesn't necessarily mean they're cheated. It can be, you know, it's 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 a grey area, shall we say? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they. They make some rule about it though. I know that he
3: he shouldn't have said anything. He should
2: have.
3: Yeah, this should have just done it. This should just. Yeah, I agree. They should have just. It shouldn't have been done that. Um, that open. They should have just done it in the changing room and it, and it, and it happened. And, and no one would have known any difference. So it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a strange one that they let it come out because they could have used it to their to their strength and use it as, as an armour so, for me. So yeah, it's uh,
2: it's one of them things I suppose, isn't it? Um, no. As far as I'm aware, nowhere, no further movement on the Bristol and uh, Birmingham jobs yet. Is there, mate?
3: Uh, no, Karanka's got got the, got the Birmingham City job. So Aitor, yeah, so Aitor's right. yeah, so gone in there. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a better job for, for Birmingham City than, than for Aitor Karanka. I think Birmingham City done really well to get him there. Uh, so he's obviously been given some kind of promise that he's he's going to spend a little bit of money because. Um, is he going to get all of the due Bellingham money? Is he going to be able to spend wisely? Because it's a it's a big job from the clubs that he's been at previously. Uh, and it's going to be a tough division anyway, the Championship. So he's going to be under under a little bit of pressure. Because there's high expectation when, when a manager of, of his experience comes in.
2: Yeah, 100%, mate. It's um, be interesting how he gets on. I, um, I did what I said to you before. I did wonder whether... Uh, Nuno was gonna go back to Borough when, when they said obviously Warnock wasn't gonna be there for the whole, uh, you know, for the whole next season. Should we say sorry? Not yeah. the whole of the next season. Um, you know, I gave my um my views on on Warnock last week. I am a bit confused about where Borough are going, really, because like, are they building for the future? Because otherwise, are they if they if his um, target for next year in his contract. they have targets only. If his target is to stay up, then in my opinion, his appointment is wholly pointless.
3: Well, I think I, I, I mentioned this last 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 week that if we're going to if 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 the word on the plan is consolidation and uh, steadying the ship, so to speak, then we've wasted two seasons instead of wasting one. So we might as well have um, potentially got relegated in the summer. And built forward for next season because it's yes, it'll be a step backwards, but sometimes one step back and two steps forward That you know I mean sometimes you've just got to look at the bigger picture, you know what I mean? That we are we wasting more money by consolidating again, if that's what we're doing, are we are we gonna spend some more money? Um, is there is there gonna be a big pot of money available? Um it's it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be interesting. gonna be interesting.
2: Indeed. So um we're going to bring uh, Cardiff fan Matthew in now in a second. Then we'll talk about the, the playoff final to finish and answer some questions. And uh, away we go. But in the meantime, let's bring in uh, Matthew Thomas, who is a Cardiff City fan. See if we can get this uh, get this technology working in our favour this time. Hi, right, Matthew.
6: Uh, evening, gents. Hi,
3: Matt. How are you? Crystal clear. Thing- can you hear me okay? Yeah, welcome, oh, yeah. yeah, good, good. How are you? Are good? Okay. Yeah, good, yeah. Good. Thanks nice to good. everyone. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem. So, yeah. biggest, biggest, biggest question of the season. So, yeah. did we, did we underachieve or did we overachieve?
6: Uh, me personally, I, I think we overachieved. Um, at the start of the season, when I went to Wigan away, I went up to Wigan and I thought this season I, I take, I take a playoff spot. But then come October time, I was more this looks like it's going to be like a mid-table mid-table side we had errors throughout the team people like Aidan Flint Um, for me it was a big weakness at the back and the, the team was just chopping and changing all the time there was no consistency throughout the team I felt
3: and is that, um, Matt, is that, is that, is that the is that the issue then? Is that why we struggled? Because Neil Warnock's normally, um, he's consolidated his teams, his strength is yeah. to be consistent with his team selection and, and his belief in players. So, did, did, did you see that go a little bit?
6: Yeah, <sighs> not so much the, the trust in the manager. I just felt, I, I think some of the players got fed up for the playing style, maybe. Because um, it was such a low coming down from the Premier League. Being as we all just missed out on staying. Yeah. It could have just come down to beating Crystal Palace on that last day and we would have stayed up. Yeah. Um, but it was just a number of times of last which continued on to this season. Don't get me wrong, most sides do struggle when they come back down to the Championship because it is a very happy and very yeah. demanding. But um, yeah, I just thought the change of face, it had to happen really. I was getting to see old one go because I was a big fan of
3: his. Um, so so, what about what, what about when uh, when Neil Harris came in? What what was your initial thoughts? Because we had we had our own thoughts, and uh, and I think your smile is going to tell me it was exactly the same as ours. But it,
6: yeah, it everyone, was. everyone to their own. Yeah, I've had a chat with Cy about this, and um, I think we agree on the same page that it wasn't the appointment and the ambition that I felt the club should have shown. Maybe, yeah. Um, I was expecting a bigger character, and a bigger personality. To, well, I did to push the on to the top too. Yeah. it's still October time and um, if we got a bit of a run going, there's no reason why. Because we did yeah. have we did have the squad to do it. The squad was still mainly there from the Premier League. We're still some big characters like Camaras and Arthur
3: and players like that. But um
6: yeah, I was a bit disappointed with it, but you <laughs> can't pop the job instead.
3: I, I totally agree. We we um we spoke about it obviously the the the, the few days before his first game at Charlton. Yeah, uh, and we said about it being a side with Steph. We just thought, same as you, we were excited about all the people who were available for the job. I think the yeah. the Cowley brothers were available. Chris Hutton was available. Lee Boyer was uh, apparently ready to, ready to move. Um, and there was there was there was so much excitement. Uh, and then I was I played with Neil Harris. I played with Neil Harris and and, yeah. and a good friend of mine. Uh, but at the same time, I I, I was agree. I'm in agreement with you. I just I just thought that we could have gone down a different route. But but then. Saying that, at half time against Charlton, I wasn't impressed at all. I remember no, I remember, I remember sat yeah. watching the, watching the game, texting sigh, and yeah. I was I was I was I was I couldn't wait for Monday's show. Put it that way, and I was uh, <laughs> some of my language was atrocious, atrocious. <laughs> but um,
6: you can't you, you, like it did take him a while for the team to sort of believe in what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but when you look at the likes of Morris and the way he's been playing, um, especially since we came back from lockdown, he's been it's been something else. He's just a totally yeah. different player to what he was in the yeah. Um, and yeah, just, and it, it seems to have got like a consistent team now. He knows his team. Uh, yeah. The odd change. But um, yeah, he knows his team, especially defensively. He's stuck to that back four, then changing Sanderson. But um, Bakuna uh, in the last couple of games, I thought was the right choice. Uh, yeah. Because he's more solid uh, in that back four, I think, Bakuna. Yeah.
3: Uh, what. Uh, um, uh, what what if anything did he do during lockdown to sort out, sort, sort out what he did? Because since lockdown, the, the, the whole team squad himself, his staff, they've been a revelation. So what, yeah, what, what's,
6: what's he did. done? What's he done? I think he's just had him in, he's just kept him fit, hasn't he? He's, he's, I, I think he's I think he's up the ante more than other teams did over that lockdown period. Um obviously I don't know what goes on behind uh club scores and stuff, but from the looks of things they look very sharp when it's like in game and press and they look really sharp, and, um, yeah, they just, they just look like they have extra gear, over the sides, and more, much, much more organised, and,
3: yeah. Well, one thing, I, I, one I thing I will agree with them there, I mean, since I spoke about it, is, is how fit they came back from lockdown, I thought they, yeah. they looked amazing, you know, the people like Joe Rawls, who'd been, um, he'd been out with a, with a hip injury, or yeah. a knee injury, and he came back really fit, some other lads, Lee Tomlin, they came back looking hungry, looking like they've got an appetite, yeah. and, uh, I think the Leeds game helped. Perfect timing. Beat yeah. Leeds first game from from, from game. lockdown, and and since then they didn't really look back, did they? They had some really really positive results, and yeah. with some attacking, and some some of the goals they scored were yeah, unbelievable, fantastic. unbelievable. Yeah, when
6: you like when you look at Cardiff going forward, if they can keep this the base of this same side now for next season, which I think they will, because clubs, I can't see clubs spending many, not, no. not big amounts of money. Um, but then I was reading the other day about the. Um, can maybe looking to sell it. I don't know if that's just ridiculous, but um, they might look to walk low players like Josh Murphy. But I'm I'm one of these people that I got his back and I'm I'm a fan of his. Um, like okay, he's very inconsistent, but he's also one of the best footballers in that team, I think, for ability-wise. Well, one
3: one thing you've just said there, because I know I know size is a big fan because uh, I know you gave him uh, Player of the Week uh, a couple of weeks ago. Of weeks and still, yeah. and what I will say and back him up is is the the word inconsistent and as a winger you are not in the game all the time you know that you you're probably in in and out of the game you drift in and out but when you get the ball and when he gets the ball I watched him at Middlesbrough um, yeah. the second last game of the season and he was unplayable he absolutely ripped Middlesbrough to shreds and his yeah, he and, he, and he got his goal I thought he was absolutely fantastic and if he could just bring that game bring that bring that kind of performance level to two three games on the bounce then yeah. he'd score more goals he'd create more chances Cardiff would win more games and and he, he probably wouldn't be around very long cuz he'd, he'd go to that next level yeah. and I think it's, yeah, uh, exactly. it's but then if he did do that you know because listen uh, and his brother plays who did his brother play for Sheffield Wednesday Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. him and his brother you know, I mean very talented family you know what I mean to have two excellent ta- talented footballers yeah. like that but you know I mean for Josh Murphy I think if he can bring a little bit more consistency like you say next season he could be one of the standout performers in the championship because he looked electric towards the end really yeah, really, really impressed me yeah. really impressed me
6: especially um, especially in front of goal he's just, it's just so clinical put mm. him in one on one he's just so calm and he just slots
3: Slaughter away. It's just. I think he's brilliant pro incredible. He's one okay, of the best yeah. finishers I think we got. Hmm. Um, w- one thing. I, one thing I am. I am interested to hear is obviously. So obviously being a Cardiff fan, he obviously grew up in Indian Park and watched him In yeah. Indian Park. So the changeover to the new stadium to the old stadium. Do you, do you obviously miss the old. Miss the old stadium. Yeah, I, I miss. I
6: do, I do miss the old stadium. The atmosphere and I. I think sides and players feared coming to Indian Park. Totally agree um, But it's the same with most clubs now moving to these new. New stadia, that it just doesn't bring the same atmosphere.
1: No, uh, but I get, but
6: I get, I get, why they
3: do it though. I get, I get, you know, I mean, they have to do yes, it because there's yes, more same. people. It's a, it's about yeah. money, business, and but I, I agree, you know, that I've been I've been to watch a game at the new stadium, uh, and yeah, it, it wasn't the same as, as when there's when there's half the people in the old stadium, you know, and yeah. it's just a, that that stadium will 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 forever go down in folklore for how hostile, um, how difficult to play. It was because it was, but as a as a as a home player, yeah. it was such a joy because you could see the fear in people's eyes as they walked down the tunnel. It was great. It was a, yeah, it was Which, magic. What?
6: Yeah. What did you think of it then, Andy, playing at Ninian Park? Was I
3: it? loved it. I, lo- I loved it. It reminded me a little bit of going being at Middlesbrough, Eson Park. That you know, what I mean? yeah. probably Ninian yeah. Park was a lot more hostile, especially when you played certain teams, Leeds, Bristol City, um, obviously Swansea City, Wrexham, and things. Yeah. But. Um, everything was just on top of you. I mean, the, the relationship we had with the fans and where you parked yeah. your car—I I know that doesn't make a difference, but mm. you had a good relationship with the fans because everybody was—you yeah. know—it was, you know, it, it, it was just—I just—I just enjoyed it. It, it was—it was, it was when football was fun. You know, I, I don't think yeah. it's as fun now, and I don't think the fans have a, as good relationship or as close relationship with players as, as they should do or used to do, yeah. which is a shame.
6: It is a shame. I, I totally agree with you, especially for like the younger kids coming through, younger fans. Um, having, uh, having a
3: role model, are you, are you having a role model. How do you have a role model if you're just getting a photo from, from a distance? It's not really the yeah, same. Exactly. No, I totally mm. agree. But no,
6: I, I definitely do miss Indian Park. I was, I was lucky enough to have season ticket there for a number of years and to watch. I, I watched you play, and um, yeah, it was just a brilliant time to be a CAD city fan. And yeah. having that transition of going to the Card city as you say, it, it happens. That it, that's just football. Yeah, fun. yeah. Of a club moving forward, that's just what happens. But um, no, only great memories in Indian Park. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. Um, amazing. Matt, going back to this season, um, or oh, and next season really, um, yeah. we've been heavily linked with uh, Kiefer Moore. Um, me and you discussed this already, but to tell the people and Andy, like as a Cardiff fan, what do you feel about that as a signing for for the club if they do pull it off?
6: Oh, sorry, did you want me to discuss it? Yeah, 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 oh, I, wanna, I, wanna, yeah. I
2: want you to tell everyone what you think of it. Um,
6: so, if I'm truthfully honest, I haven't seen much of uh, Kiefer Moore, only for when he plays for Wales, and the odd appearance of Wigan. Um, I just feel, I, I don't think he brings more to the table than Gratzel does. I think if anything, Gratzel's a better finisher, and I think if we give Gratzel that time, I think he will get the goals. Kiefer Moore, he gets, he's had the quality for Wales, the supply line, like Ramses and the Bales, and he's just getting on the end of things. But, but Wigan, has he really done much over the done season? The like, I, and for a cup of Cardiff's ambition, which, which next season will be, I think, the top two. Looking at the division, it's not that strong um, going into next season. I think they've got to aim for that top two, if, if not top six. But, um, no, I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, ma- 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 what
6: I
3: what I like what I like about your comment there is is, is about Grattel, and I think um, I was expect I had high expectations this season because of what he'd done in Germany and yeah. the transition of coming over to um, to Britain it didn't work out the way that we all wanted it to. But I think next season's this season, and next season he's gonna he, he, he'll he'll have had a he'll have had a little break now he'll hit the hit the ground running straight away. And for me, I, I'm excited about that. But if I was going to spend £3 million on a player, I wouldn't be spending it on the centre-forward because I've already got one there. Yeah, Unless you're not, planning on totally selling really. him and getting your money back. Um, yeah. I would I would use it in different areas. Um, and go from there because, listen, I, I just don't think Cardiff have got that much money to spend. And if they are going to spend it, why waste it?
6: Yeah, I, to, I totally agree. With you. There's other areas um, on, on the team, see, the need improving rather than a striker. Where, Matt, um, Where? I've, where? Wing. Um, I... Yeah, they definitely, I think they need a winger and I think they've got to go in for a right back, whether that's yeah, a loan, a yeah, might agree. go back into Sanderson, but a right back yeah. is, it's got to be key, I think. Um, and the likes of Marlon Park, he doesn't cut it for me. No, I'd get him. Um, would you have no, um, no. some, what, a couple of, or any of the,
2: the kind of Welsh young players on, a, on loan? Like um, obviously you've got like, um,
6: Nico. Nico, oh, yeah. Nico's a very good player. I can't. Will he come to the championship on loan or would he go to a lower. Like a bottom half
2: Premier League or well, something.
6: Brewster did it, didn't he? For yeah. obviously
3: based on I, 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 well. I look at I look at him for example, I me and nikoff I think he would he would benefit from playing 30, 40, 50 games in a season yeah. for his development. So if he yeah, was absolutely. guaranteed that at Cardiff City, then right he, back, for me it's a no brainer. Right. And and he, yeah. it would put him in the shop window for playing for his country because if he's playing in the Welsh capital yeah. For me I think it ticks all the boxes for both for the player and yeah. And, the, and the club, but I, I, I don't know if there's if there's if there's talk there. I do agree with you that, that right back's key for me because Joe Bennett bombs down the left. He, he brings a yeah. huge amount of quality with his with his with his attacking player and his defensive qualities. But mm. I think right back's been a it's been a problem for a while now. But Uh so yeah, they, they need to fill it in.
6: Even Lee Peltier, I I didn't think he was the he was. He, don't get me right put his heart on the line. He yeah. he brought everything to the side, but his football ability wasn't great. Like he, he's not a type of player that brought the ball down and was. That would suit this style of play that we're currently playing into Harris, I think.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I just think uh, I just think it's only gonna it's only gonna benefit the club and benefit the team because I look at look at the amount of changes that Cardiff City need to need to make and yeah. it's minimal. I look at the changes where other teams may need to make. Middlesbrough, Stoke City, Nottingham Forest, Swansea City, because you don't know what's happening with players leaving coming and going. There's loads of changes. Bournemouth are gonna it's gonna be in and out. Yeah. Cardiff City could benefit from all these changes from other clubs, and if they can start have a good, solid start, then it's it's their place to it's their season to lose. Really,
6: yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Interesting to see what players come in and what players come out, not just at yeah. Cardiff, but other sides. Um, yeah, it's going it's going to be very interesting to watch. I, I look, look forward
3: to it. it. I, I I do look forward because I think next season could be their season. Um, for me, minimum minimum of a of a playoff place, and yeah, uh, exactly. and hopefully by. Hopefully, mid- midway through the season, we might get a, we might get fans back into the ground, and uh, and if yeah. it is a playoff place, then get the stadium rocking for playoff semi final, and and the will will make a difference. 100 percent. Oh, yeah, 100%, you know what I mean. 100%. Where this year, the Fulham fans wouldn't have made a difference, the Cardiff fans yeah. would have made a difference for the home game. So that's yeah. where I think that's where it let, it let Cardiff down a little bit with uh, with the fans not being able to attend. Yeah, they
6: were they were brilliant in that second leg. I, I just couldn't pop them. Yeah, oh. just so proud of them, like
3: yeah, well, and that's the thing, and I, and I think every Cardiff City fan should be proud because I, I I'm the same as anybody. There's no way in the world. I I thought at start of lockdown they'd be in the playoffs, no. even probably three or four weeks. You know what I mean? I, I wanted them to. I was I was hoping that they'd beat Middlesbrough beat Hull, but yeah. I'm a, I'm also a realist where you know what I mean they're going to drop points, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't same. drop any points, and then and then they let themselves down with timing-wise of a sloppy goal against uh, against Fulham last kick of the game and. Yeah, it wasn't a free kick, but that's another starting.
6: That's football though. Like Fulham were yeah. a better side in that first yeah. game. Yeah, totally agree. That's just football. Like, totally there's, of, there's some very critical Cardiff fans. The side side probably knows that too. There's, um, <laughs> there's some very very critical Cardiff fans. But no, overall, I thought I couldn't fault them since lockdown. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. totally agree. But um, yeah, honestly, really good. Because when I, I I went up to Loftus Road when we got beat six one on Boxing Day. And I just—I couldn't believe it. I just thought this is just going to be like a mid, mid-table side and yeah. set. them. Um, the way they, i think they've lost three or four games since since that game.
3: Yeah, and um, I think sometimes when we spoke about this and we spoke about it obviously in depth after that game and it was horrific. Yeah. Every fan who went there deserves a medal. But sometimes in a player's head, a result like that makes you switch and think right. That's this is our that's turning it's point. It's this is and and it was and uh, and they just need to make sure that they can't afford that many. Uh, that many more games like that because no, a, fans will, fans will lose patience with managers players because and rightly yeah. so, and at the same time you can't afford to lose that kind of goal difference because you look what happened to Nottingham Forest. If yeah. that, that, a game like that can absolutely ruin your season,
6: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Andy.
2: 100%. G, uh, Matt, who would you um, who would you keep and who would you sell? Um, I think
6: now I. Think... <sighs> It's personal, isn't it? I, me, I'd mm. get rid of Flint. I think Bambridge moved to maybe like keep him within the club, but to the coaching side, maybe. Um, but I know they've just signed Malon Pack, but I'm, I'm just not a fan of him. I think these are the midfielders bring a lot more to the team than him. Um, yeah. But I know they're not going to get rid of him. Um, yeah, there's not not many others. There's not many others that I would get rid of. Um, so
2: I'll put it all right, I'll put it another way um like who would you like to be to see be given more of a chance and by that I mean not just like the odd start but actually have a, like a run of games like for me like the three which spring to mind are Glatzel Tomlin and uh, Murphy yeah. they're like they are guys which need five six seven games mm. um not start a game. On the bench, start a game on the bench because they can never get any momentum together. Who would you yeah, like totally. to see get a chance to have
6: a run of games next year? Um, well, some people say Danny Ward, but for me, he's another one that doesn't cut it from the first minute. He's a good sub to bring on, but um, no, he's, he's one that people say about that. But me personally, yeah, I'd like to see Grattan. I'm his, I'm his biggest fan, and him and Tomlin when they link up, they, they are really yes. good. And they do look yeah, him, fabulous. Um, and obviously bringing into the equation Josh Murphy I think Hoylett I think he's coming well this is my personal thing but I don't see my friends really disagree with me I'm not Hoylett's biggest fan I just don't think he offers offers enough off the ball sometimes his work rate just doesn't look like it's there um, but he's definitely good to keep around the squad I think but I'd like to see Murphy given more more chances this season but he's got, he's got to perform consistently because um, mm. I do see their how the fans' frustrations with him. It's, it doesn't look like he's at the races seven games, but then you can just yeah. switch. You can just come on and
3: do something really good. But then we spoke about, haven't we? Sigh about uh, about wingers that Neil Warnock did it. Neil Harris has done it. You've got you've you've got your Josh Murphys. You've got your Mendes Lang. You've got yeah. um, you've got Ludwig, you've got you've got White. And I, I think White, when he's when he's been on form, has been absolutely fantastic. But then he goes out the side for five six games, then he pulls back in, doesn't perform the way that you want him or expect him to. But then, how can he expect to play as well no, as he can without any games? So it's
6: difficult. It's a difficult one. Yeah, no, I, I didn't understand some of the stick that was aimed at him uh, when he came on in that Fulham game because he, has, he hasn't played for months. And no. I came on and slipped over But mm. Like, what do you expect from the guy? He, he hasn't played any football.
3: Yeah,
6: um, it's a big ask for him. But um, yeah, he's, he's another one that I'd like to see given a chance.
3: Yeah, I would. To- I, I, I think he's impressed me enough to. To see him be given five, six games, and then if he if he cuts it great, if he doesn't, then yeah. he's, he's, he's been given a chance. You can't you yeah. can't grumble if you've been given the opportunity, but if you haven't been given it, you've got a, you've got a chance and to. That's exactly. To grumble yeah, a little
6: bit. That's what they did with Nelson, because Warnock mm. didn't really give him that chance in the side. I remember he played him. At, I think it was red in a away when we we got battered, and then he took him off after like half hour, forty minutes, I think. And then yeah. ever since then, we didn't really see much of him, but consistent running the team and like, look how good he is now he's probably yeah, yeah. the first names on the team sheet with Morrison
3: yeah I yeah, totally agree
6: um, yeah it's, it's players like White they need that running the team and Murphy mm. they need the confidence but then they also need the fans to back them too
3: yeah well, you, you want your manager to believe in you and you want your fans yeah, not, exactly. every, every time every time a William yeah. gets a ball you want fans to be excited, you know. And I'll lean I'll back to Adoma Traore. Every time Traore gets a ball, the fans are excited on the edge of the feet. And yeah. Cardiff have got the wingers to do that as well. But they need, they need the fans to. The play, these players are going to make mistakes. They're going to knock it. They're going to get tackled. They're going to fall over. They're going to yeah. misplace a cross, misplace a shot. But it doesn't matter. Cause, That's football. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It happens. And it happens to the best in the world. It happens to Ronaldo, it happens to Messi. So it's going to happen yeah. to Gavin White. Yeah, <laughs>
6: definitely, mate. So, no, I'm, I totally agree. Totally agree.
3: Um, right,
2: okay, Matthew. Appreciate yeah. your time, my friend. Thanks, mate. Yeah,
3: Cheers, really so appreciate. It. I really enjoyed that.
6: Thanks,
2: Andy. I'll keep
3: Cheers, Matt. Take care, son. Right. Cheers, talk,
2: guys. man. Cheers, See buds. See you Bye. soon. Bye-bye. Okay. So. Yeah. Um. Yes. So there we go. Um. So let's talk about the playoff final, mates. Uh, yeah. Brentford did not mm. make it, and I will say, as much as it hurts me. They were garbage. Brentford were on for a final, mate. I thought they were horrendous. I gotta
3: say, I was so disappointed with um, with how they just didn't turn up and you know froze at the at the, at the wrong time and uh, yeah, disappointing. Disappointing for them. Disappointing for the manager. I can't see that team staying together. I can't see that no. the, the players want. I can't see Ben Rahman not going to the Premier League. I can't see Ollie Watkins not going to the Premier League. I can't see other players sticking around. I get, will a manager get a better job? It's, that football club is all set to go to the Premier League, new stadium. And now I fear for them a little bit because they're gonna, they are going to massively change over, um, over a short period of time, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah, I can't... I think but saying that, though, sides, saying players.
3: that, saying that, Scotty Parker got his tactics spot on, he got his team selection spot on. Yeah, he, he, he killed the Mitrovic. game. He killed the game with, when games. he needed to kill the game. He, he has uh, Mitrovic. If he sub, he's fit, but he still kept him on the bench up until the last minute of ninety minutes, and brought him on for extra time. And he made a difference. He put himself about. He didn't didn't do a lot, but put himself about. One thing I will say, si, and I would love your opinion on it. Um, first goal um, from was it Craney? Yeah, uh, no, no, Brian scored. Oh, Brian, sorry, Brian free kick. Yes, he meant it what was a goalkeeper doing? Why, why did he dive? Why did he dive after the ball went in the net? Because he didn't want to look silly. Basically. Yeah, but, but, you know, it's, but he's, he's made himself look even more silly. The, but, but, listen, uh, great free kick to do what he's done quick and to see it. I? To see it, but, I just think, diving after it, it just just stand still and just, he's caught you out. The it, thing uh, is, it's
2: in the, it's in, the mo- it's in that split second, so you know, like, where it's all slowed down and everything, it looks like he's dived ages afterwards, yeah. but actually, he's just you know just dived like a split yeah, yeah. second after the yeah. ball's gone past him. Yeah. Um, look it's a massive mistake to make in a big game. Mm. Um it takes guts by the way to go for that free kick. That was not an easy free kick even though the keeper's miles out of position and you know it's a great goal. That is a massive uh, amount of confidence and technical execution mm. to get it but inch perfect from 40 yards out. I thought it was exceptional and um I really like uh, Brian. I think he's. Uh, I think he's had a fantastic season. Yeah, he's um,
3: done
2: great. A little note for you, mate. Charlton. We talked about this a lot. Not this one specifically, but we have talked about owners and the EFL and the Premier League not doing enough. Uh, Charlton's takeover has been rejected by the EFL.
3: Perspective new owner Paul Elliott. Very interesting. Listen, it's it's uh, it's very strange that um, that why people keep hold the football clubs it it, it doesn't that's disgraceful doesn't, if that's true doesn't make sense to me um,
2: that um, Bryant is not in the
3: team of the year yeah yeah shocking um, I, I, listen I, I I do find it strange Charlton they're in a mess I think from top to bottom they're in a they're in dire straits and especially the way that the season ended as well it's uh, yeah it's it's such a shame as well because it's a big club, huge club, um, but it, just, it needs sorting out, and it needs sorting out quickly because it's just—it's just not fair.
2: Oh, big time, mate! It needs to be done straight away. But um, it's good to see that finally, like I—I don't know the ins and outs of it, so I have no idea whether Paul Elliott would make a good owner or not. But um, it is good to see that the EFL is not just, you know, waving through any owner. There, yeah. they are. This or seemingly they are trying to make sure that the right people are taken over. Uh, Mark, Mark, the borough fan, who was on at the start, Mr. Sherwood uh, says, "Question for you both: How well will Fulham do in the Premier League?"
3: Um, I, I, I feel really sorry for um, the teams who were going up uh, because this Leeds have waited for so long for it. Uh, West Brom obviously wanted to get back there. Fulham wanted to get back there, but with what's happened and with the financial financial effects of lockdown and COVID-19 are they going to be able to spend and take a risk on spending the same kind of money as, as they have done previously in previous years Leeds I think will be in a better position but I think Fulham might struggle and, and unfortunately I think uh, with, with them finishing the season a couple of days ago and then starting the season more or less straight away it could have an, a massive negative effect on, on what's happening because I look at Mitrovic, Mitrovic obviously is not fit side he's obviously had a hamstring injury so he's going to have to leave it another month or he's going to end up being injured and injured and injured all season. So he's going to miss pre-season. That means then he's going to start the season probably unfit. Um, so it's it, it's potentially going to have a knock-on effect and a negative effect. And, and I feel really sorry for these kind of teams because they've, it's a holy grail. They've worked all season for it to get where they want to be. But I just think it's, uh, circumstances could, be, uh, could have had a really po- negative effect on something which is really positive, really.
2: Spot on. Spot Ahmed, uh, Gaz says, uh, which UK side will win the Europa League and the
3: Champions League? Um, I, I can't see past Man United winning the Europa League. I'll be honest, I can't. You know, what I mean that, that Roma got knocked out yesterday. Look uh, at the draw they've got as well. Yeah, Inter Milan uh, are, are, are a danger in that. Wolves, they've, they've still got a chance cause they're in it, um, but I, I still can't see past Man United there and um, Man, Man City. Man City was a strange one because Man City, since lockdown, have been amazing. So, you know, what I mean, it's going to take a good side to beat them. It's going to take, especially now that they've uh, they've got no pressure on them. They've um, they've they've been given um, an opportunity to stay in the Champions League next year, which they're already in. So, there's no pressure on them now to go and win it to get in the Champions League. So they've uh, they've got an opportunity to to beat Real Madrid t- tonight. I think it is, isn't it? And uh, yeah, they draw nil nil. I think uh, if they beat Man I think,
2: City, I would. Expect them to at least get to the final yeah. um, I think it'll be psychologically It's getting past Madrid for them, I yeah. do think But I mean, if you look at the, the Form guides in the Premier League Man City top Which has lost
3: one. Man City have just scored, side. Have they really? There you go yes, They have 1-0 up against uh, Real Madrid So last six
2: games, uh, Man City lost And then won five uh, Man United have won four, drawn two you know they're right up there they're mm. two ahead of everyone in goal difference and everything else um they're the form size in europe yeah. and i would expect them both to get to the final and i wouldn't be surprised to see them you know win the, each competition respectively if i'm being honest um yeah. you know there's some quality players and um, when you look at some of the players that they're looking at here's a question for you from me on the fly we talked about him on the football show. Uh, Nathan Ake, forty million to Man City, um, United, Chelsea, and I think it was someone else. They pulled all pulled out because they weren't paying forty million for him. Yeah, is he is he worth that mate?
1: To you forty million.
3: Chris? I don't see. I don't see how he can be worth that that much money after being relegated this season. And and yes, it's not his fault. I d- I do get that, but there's obviously you know I mean? there's when obviously got to be yeah there's obviously got to be. And he didn't do enough to keep them in. So, you know what I mean? In my opinion, no, I don't think he is. I don't think he is that worth that kind of money. Uh, I think it's disappointing that, that the transfer fees are astronomical. But at the same time, that um, Bournemouth need to recoup a lot of money. And they're going to recoup it very quickly on just a couple of players.
2: Yeah, I, and it's whether they spend it is the other thing, isn't it, mate? Because...
3: They've got to be careful, haven't they? Because are they, going to risk, are they going to risk it and 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 spend it and waste it? Um, or are they going to recoup it, put it in the bank, save it and see how next season goes and, and just take it from there? Because it's a, it's a big risk for all the money back into the club again. Uh,
2: Johnny Wish has just texted me or DM'd me on Twitter. He said he can't comment on YouTube for some reason. Um, he says... Uh, who do we see being the top four in the Premier League and the Championship next year?
3: Um, I don't think you can see Premier League. I don't think you, you think you can see past Man City, Liverpool. Um, but it's but... difficult
2: to win a right? because, like, the one thing I would say about that, I agree with you. But then it also depends on who signs. Like Chelsea have made some very good signings already. Yeah. Yeah, United totally signed Sancho and maybe one or two more they're not that far off like they finished third but you know Liverpool have been so far and away consistently better than everybody but if Liverpool don't strengthen and Man City strengthen a couple and Liverpool uh, United strengthen some like three or four quality names on top of what they've already got same with uh, Chelsea I think it'll be a lot closer next year so whilst I do agree that I think it will be those two I also wouldn't be surprised to see a Chelsea or a United up there if they sign the right players, because they're yeah. obviously the thing with United is they've got money where others probably haven't after COVID.
3: I think it's going to be the best season ever, though, because I think there's um, even Leicester. And there's always a surprise team as well. So is it going to be Tottenham? Is it going to be Leicester again? Are Everton going to have a, have a push and, and, and be pushing up there? Arsenal have had a good end. Um, Chelsea, as you say... At... It's it's endless, really. There's there's so many good teams in the in the in the Premier League. Um, looking at the Championship, um, I, I would like to see, I would like to think the Cardiff we're going to be up there, uh, to be honest, I can't see I can't I can't see them having a slow start with the players that they've got and the and the season that they're finished with. Uh, but I think one of the one of the teams who come down from the Premier League, I think, will be strong. I can't see it being Bournemouth. Uh, I think I'll be honest. I think Norwich might be strong. I know they finished bottom of the league, but I think they might keep they've the nucleus a, of the of the players and and be strong.
2: I think with Norwich mates, they've got a championship side.
3: Yeah, they didn't. Um, they didn't spend a lot of money in the summer.
2: If you remember last year, Norwich ended up walking it really, didn't they? Yeah. In terms of promotion, yeah, yeah. They um, they were almost, and they were like a surprise um, package in many ways. No one really fancied them at the start of the season, but they they just had one of those sides which you see in the championship, just. Yeah. To just ground out the results and yeah I think um Norwich probably I'd go with uh Norwich. I can't see Stoke having a similar season to this year, I just can't. Oh. Um uh, Cardiff Stoke, Blackburn, I don't think will be far off. Derby mm. Forest maybe a couple of sign Swansea yeah. with a couple of sign ins. Yeah. It'll I be an interesting Brent- league again. Brentford'll struggle. Um yeah. I do think that we'll see the same Brentford side, but you just don't know. Um James Costley's just asked, uh, thoughts on Arsenal making staff redundant? So oh. I know I know that um you want to discuss this on Monday, but uh do you wanna kinda of go through it
3: briefly now or do you wanna leave it uh, um, I'll go through announced. it briefly. Yeah, yeah uh, since James has asked nicely. Um I think it's absolutely revolting of what I what I read just that, disgusting, that that they've got players, uh, and listen, I'm not slagging Ozil off for you because I'm just using him as an example. One of the top Ozil, five, uh, yeah.
2: highest-paid players in the world. Probably. Yeah,
3: Ozil, two hundred fifty thousand pound a week apparently. So he keeps his job, and thirty-eight other people at Arsenal Football Club get made redundant because they can't afford to pay wages. It's just absolutely outrageous. Sell the player, behave. Keep, keep everybody there. It's just it's outrageous that people, it's you know what I mean? That that one minute we're. One minute that we're furl- furloughing staff, and then next minute we're making th- making redundant. They, these football clubs are multi-billion-pound companies and dollar companies, regardless, depending on where their owners are from. And there's no way in the world they can't afford to pay these kind of staff if they can afford to buy players. So that, does that mean Arsenal aren't going to buy going to buy anybody in the summer because they can't afford it? Well, I would uh, imagine not, mate. But... Well, so if they buy anybody in the summer, it's absolutely disgusting.
2: That's not even an exaggeration, by the way. Uh, the only players who are higher paid than Mes- Mehmet Memet Özil are uh, Bale. Um, who else was it? I'm doing off the top of my head. I'm gonna have a look now because I I was shocked that he was still like Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. Messi. Uh, highest players in the world. Um, so someone just asked who the guest is on Monday. The guest on Monday is. Mr. Stephen Constantine, who is is—he's the former Indian national coach, Rwanda national coach. He's former Millwall manager. He also managed uh, Sudan, Maui. Uh, he's been the Indian manager a couple of times. He's yeah. been the Bournemouth coach at Bournemouth. He has been around. Um, he's won awards for his coaching and managerial performances. He's a very,
3: very interesting man. Very interesting man. Oh, yeah. lives in, uh, Coe lives in Cyprus, so... Uh, it'll be a little bit late for him. I think he's two hours behind behind UK time. But he's yeah, he's, he's fascinating and he's uh, he's very opinionated. So it'll be a great watch on Monday. Don't miss it. Be, he's amazing.
2: Yeah, he's got the, the 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 qualifications as well as good as you're going to get as uh, from a coaching and managerial point of view. He is, um, you know,
3: you can't get any better. His CV is second to none. Second to none. Oh yeah.
2: So top Twelve highest-paid footballers in the world: uh, Messi, Ronaldo. Uh, for God's sake, Forbes! Right, I can't, I can't find it. I oh, think go. I got it. I was looking for the one I had the other day. Uh, Pogba. Irsel is ahead of uh, Pogba. Ahead of Neymar, although Neymar I think is slightly different because he gets a lot away from his football fees,
1: yeah.
2: so he probably isn't. Uh, he gets more paid more than mbappe gets paid more than uh, a few others Mehmet Ozil second yeah. highest paid footballer from the premier league mm.
3: and listen uh, and this isn't a, this isn't a dig at him but then arsenal is setting him up to fight to fail because of
1: making well, stuff at his, well, like, but... his attitude is yeah it's not terrible
2: crazy. yeah but then if his attitude is terrible should i then criticize gareth bale's attitude Mm. No I shouldn't Because Real Madrid have been a Absolute twice So there we go um, Okay um, So yeah that was the, the Friday Night Championship show A little bit longer than usual uh, We had a bit, bit of stuff to discuss Answer some questions And of course thanks to uh, Mark, Gary and Matthew For joining us and talking about their teams And uh, we'll have some uh, We'll do this again probably in a few weeks Anyway before the season starts um, because I know there's a f- few other people who want to get involved and stuff um, so I've had to start a waiting list already because we had uh, quite the response so um, yes if you're interested get in touch add you to the list but um, we got some special shows coming up next Friday we got another special show with special guests which is going to be really really interesting uh, it's going to be completely different because there's no championship football or anything so um it's going to be completely different but it'll still be football related obviously yeah uh, myself and Andy will be joined by some some peeps some peeps and uh, in the meantime join us 7:30 for the Andy Campbell football show big thank you to black diamond sports big thank you to bespoke financial and a big thank you to everyone who tuned in downloaded watched and all the usual stuff we appreciate your time we appreciate your support and we will see you on Monday for the all-new Andy Campbell football show. And uh, check out all the other podcasts on the channel, including the new one, Saturday and Sunday. We are out.
3: See you guys.
0: My mummy and daddy have been talking about life insurance. It sounds like something to protect my brother and me, but I don't really understand. Then my auntie Louise told mummy about bespoke financial side. After an hour, Darren said goodbye, and Mummy and Daddy seemed a lot happier. Once it was all sorted, we could all relax and watch a film together as a family. I don't know why they didn't do it sooner.
1: I belong, I belong to you I belong, I belong to you Do just what you want.
0: Podcast Network.